Hi guys, welcome back. We're going to read chapter 25 today. Uh, Nina just found a garden in the woods. Remember from uh, the last book, Luke stayed at Hendrick School for Boys and was able to start teaching gardening to the other boys. So let's see if um, he notices that the kids are eating from the garden. Chapter 25. They came back with the flashlight, all four with four of them. None of them was cautious. They shone the light from plant to plant. Look at all the tomatoes and cabbages. Are those green beans? Mateus made a wondrous discovery when he tripped over a root and accidentally up, upended a leafy plant. A huge potato hung from the bottom of it, pulled it from its hiding place and dirt. After that, Nina pulled up other plants and found more potatoes. They gobbled them raw and didn't care. They also found underground carrots, which they ate without even cleaning. When they feasted until they were full, Percy shone the light around the toppled plants and then discarded stems, the footprints in the dirt. Someone's going to know, he said. Nina raked her fingers through the soil, erasing a footprint. We'll cover our tracks, she said, like we did in the woods. They went back and forth, carrying all the uprooted plants out into the woods to hide. They buried and smashed tomatoes they'd carelessly knocked to the ground. They picked up every stray leaf and discarded and discarded stem. There, Percy said, letting one last clod of dirt filter through his fingers, covering one last trampled plant. Is this how it looked before? Nina shone the light back and forth. The globes of red and green looked eerie on the tomato vines. The leaves of the remaining potato plants cast shadows over the holes they'd covered so carefully. I don't know, she said doubtfully. It was hard to remember what the garden had looked like in the beginning. She'd been so hungry and so overjoyed at the prospect of eating. I think next time we'll have to be more careful. She traipsed back to the woods with the other three kids. All of them were subdued suddenly, worn out after their burst of excitement. After that, one of them went to the garden every night and picked a day's worth of food. They tried to pick no more than one tomato from each plant and dig up no more than one potato from each row. They stayed away from the cabbages because picking a huge cabbage head would leave a gaping hole that anyone might notice. But there was still plenty of food to eat. Nina just wished some of the plants grew bread or fruit. She was getting sick of vegetables. If we could even cook the potatoes, she complained one evening over eating raw beans. Someone would see the fire, Mateus said. They'd find us. Percy shrugged. At least we have food. Nina sighed. She wished one of the others would gripe even once about the discomfort of sleeping on roots and itchy leaves, about rain that had fallen on them half of, half of one night, about the muddy taste of the water they drank from the stream. But the way they acted, you'd think the woods was a palace. You'd think the raw vegetables were gourmet food. She wondered yet again what their lives before the population police were like. What did you eat in the city when you were living on the streets, she asked. Same kind of food as everyone else, Percy said, brushing dirt from a carrot. Sometimes we'd find donuts in the garbage outside a bakery, Elias said dreamily, as if that were one of her dearest memories. Nina shuddered. 
Didn't you make any money from selling fake IDs, she asked. How did you manage to do that anyway? Let's just say it was a non-profit operation, Mateus said. Anybody mind if I have the last potato? Nina could tell when she had a door slammed in her face. Mateus had as good as said, don't ask any more questions, but she did anyway. Do you think you could start doing that again, she asked, and I could help you. Why didn't you think I could go back to the city and and live in the streets again? I could come with you. We could work together. Maybe we could even find donuts again. She grinned a little at Alaya. Suddenly it all seemed possible, even eating donuts out of the garbage. The woods and raw vegetables were only temporary. They had to make some plans beyond the next day. When the garden died, when winter came, they had to be ready. We were arrested when we lived in the city, remember? Percy said harshly. Someone betrayed us. We don't know who, so we can't go back. We wouldn't know who to trust. Nina blinked back tears that she didn't want the others to see. She stood up. I'll go to the garden tonight, she mumbled. It's my turn. Listlessly, she threaded her way between the trees, stepped out onto the lawn that led to the garden. She'd forgotten the flashlight, but it didn't matter. It was still early for a trip to the garden. The shadow from the boys' school was only beginning to stretch across the lawn. The red tomatoes gleamed in the last glow of twilight. Tomatoes, potatoes, beans, and carrots, Nina muttered to herself. By comparison, even donuts plucked from a trash dumpster sounded good. She reached the edge of the garden and picked her first vegetable, a cucumber, just for variety's sake. Knowing that someone had betrayed the other three kids made her feel worse than ever. Even if their story came out only in bits and pieces, she felt more like she understood them now. No wonder they hadn't wanted to trust her in the beginning, when the hating man first put her in the prison cell with them. Maybe she should tell them about the rest of her story after Jason betrayed her. Maybe she should tell them about the hating man wanting her to betray them. Them. Maybe then... He didn't know what would happen if she told the others everything. Maybe it would just give them something to betray her with. The world seemed to to contain entirely too many betrayals. Nina pulled an ear of corn from one of the stalks at the edge of the garden. She pulled back the husks, wondering if the cob inside actually contained something worth eating. None of the corn so far had been edible. But Nina still had hope. She brought the tiny nubs of grain to her mouth, bit, and chewed thoughtfully. Not bad. She looked toward the next row of corn stops, hoping hoping for bigger ears. Then she froze. There in the corn stalks, his face distorted with anger, a boy stood glowering at her. Word watcher. You... He hissed, you're the one who's been stealing from my garden? No, wait, I can explain. But the boy rushed forward, grabbed her by the wrists. Another boy joined them from behind and clutched Nina's right arm. Nina looked from one to the other. She recognized them both. Lee, Trey, she screamed. Don't you remember me? I'm Nina. I used to meet you in the woods. 
Yeah, and then you helped Jason try to betray us, Lee snarled back. I didn't, I didn't, Nina screamed. But it was no use. They were dragging her away. That is the end of chapter 25. Oh no, Nina's been caught. What's going to happen next? Post your titles.